Welcome to Next to Madison, a podcast to help you live your best life. Hey, it's Madison Malloy. Just wanted to remind you to make sure you grab a copy of my book, Time to Lighten the Fuck Up. It is a great, funny self-help book that is going to help you get out of your own way. I have already helped thousands and thousands of people and they are on their way to living their dream life and I want every listener to be able to live their dream life as well. So grab a copy of the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or even the audiobook on Audible. Now back to the show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Next to Madison. I am Madison Malloy. Nobody is next to me today. This is a very special episode. I wanted to jump on here and talk about perception. This is such a key word, topic, whatever you want to call it, point of view. It's perception is how you choose to see life, right? Like two people will look at something identical and they'll see something different. One will see the glass half full. The other one will see a glass half empty. How we choose to see things can really dictate the results that we see in our lives. So when you find yourself going towards the negative, when you look at something or a situation in your life, try to start training yourself to see the positive situation in it. Even though there's difficult things that happen in our lives, we need to say, what can I learn from this? Because we only truly grow as humans when things are difficult. So don't run from those. Use your perception to see the lesson and the blessing that is inside of it. So perception is key. So especially like we are not far away from Christmas. And I can't believe it. I can't believe this year is almost over. And I want everyone to step into 2024 abundant and amazing and to really have a positive perception on things. How we look at things is so, so critical. So I just, if you have anything uh, where you've changed your perception on something and it's totally changed for you, please write us, comment on social media. We always love to hear from you guys. But so I'm going to actually read uh, a chapter uh, from my famous book, Time to Lighten the F Up or Fuck Up with the asterisk. Um, Never judge a book by its cover. This book is chocked full of information. If you have not picked it up, please do. Um, I want to make sure everybody's stepping into an abundant, amazing 2024. And this gift is a perfect, fun, humorous, light read. So I'm just going to go through and I'm going to read chapter five because it covers a little bit about perception, which is so key. And it's how you view life. So chapter five in Time to Lighten the F Up by your host, Madison Malloy, uh, time to create your new amazing reality. Perception, perfection. Perception is such a basic tenet of experience that all self-help books seem to bring it up, and the concept is basic, as I said before. How you choose to perceive your life is how you will experience it. Let me repeat that again. It's not repeated in the book, but it's worth repeating. How you choose to perceive your life is how you will experience it. Two people see the same painting, movie, advertisement, sunrise, event, party, sexual partner, geez, just fill in the blank and interpret it differently because they're coming at it with two different brains built from two different lives. But the kick-ass thing about perception is that it's malleable, flexible. It's the modeling clay of experience. If your perceptions are skewed, you'll create obstacles for yourself. 
Changing your perception is one of the easiest, quickest ways you can start knocking those obstacles out of your way. And you don't even have to trick yourself. This is one of those methods that is obvious and available to anyone who is willing to do it. Sure, it takes a little practice, but once you've gotten in the habit of spinning your your experiences towards the positive end of the dial, you'll feel the benefits fast and you'll want to keep doing it. Maybe there's someone you're interested in romantically. They don't call you back. You choose to see it as a personal rejection. Something is wrong with me, you think. I'm too fat, skinny, plain, boring, stupid, poor, or whatever the thing you're beating yourself up about today. Or you don't get a job. Oh shit, I'm so stupid and nervous and my resume sucks and I always screw up interviews. Can you perceive this differently? Like, never mind. It just wasn't a good fit for me. Now the path is clear to get what is right for me. I've heard this from countless successful actors who are good looking and business people who are brilliant and savvy. Yes, they get rejected too. They tell me, I don't worry about what I don't get because then I know it's not for me. Whatever is meant for me, I'm going to get. They're not discouraged when someone beats them out of a role, a deal, or a position. They keep a positive perspective on their experiences. Which is not to say it doesn't take some practice. I used to go through life with a perception of self-pity, thinking critically about myself and taking everything personally. Rejection sucks because so much of the time we don't know the reasons for it. All we know is that we were rejected. And our logic tells us it had to be me because we have no idea what else was happening. So it becomes personal and demoralizing. But until you can get into the head, life, and experience of the person who rejected you, you can't actually know anything. We don't have time to list all the reasons why rejection might come your way. You can take the blame completely onto yourself when there are infinite other possible reasons why you weren't a good fit. Think back to a time when you rejected someone or something, a romance, a job, an opportunity. Did it have something to do precisely with the person involved? Probably not. It was more likely about where you were in your life, what you needed, and what was best for you at that point. Rejection is no longer personal for me because I've learned to view it as a force that moves me closer to my end goals. Pretty recently, there was an opportunity I truly wanted to take advantage of. I would have learned a lot from it. I believe in learning everything I can. More knowledge means more value, means more money, you know? Then rejection came down. I kind of held my breath, waiting to feel bummed out. Younger Madison would have panicked thinking, oh, what's wrong with me? How come I can't get this deal done? I'm so stressed, blah, blah, blah. But it never happened. I actually felt excited. I thought, you know what? God's got my back. He's keeping me on the path. I didn't get this for a reason. Something bigger is coming down the pipeline, and this particular deal would have distracted me from reaching that goal. It's not always easy to find things bright or cheerful in our world. We're surrounded by a lot of negative stuff. Sit and scroll hours of social media or binge the news for an hour, and you'll probably start feeling extremely depressed. That shit you cannot control. So say fine. I can't control the news but I do have the control to turn this crap off and go outside and enjoy some beautiful nature or play with your pets or get busy with your bae or paper your mache yourself a pinata. Whatever makes you smile, that's the point. The world hasn't necessarily changed. All that bad shit may still be going on, but you can't control it or even influence it. 
So why stew in it? Then you focus on what is positive and good around you. Not only are you feeding that energy back to the rest of the world, but suddenly you've lightened the fuck up. Honestly, in the great game of life, that's not a whole, there's not a whole lot you can control. You certainly can't control other people nor events that occur suddenly and unexpectedly. Use your perception to help yourself see the lesson, the humor, the opportunity, and the redirection. Visualization and manifestation. I believe in vision boards. I don't believe in crafting, though. No thanks, scissor and glue. I guess in the pioneer days when they made vision boards, they had to carve shit out of trees or weave it from corn and nail it all together. And then before computers, people had to cut things out of magazines and glue it to paper, like they were putting together ransom notes. Now we have tech that keeps us out of the school supply aisle. I've interviewed so many self-help coaches on my podcast, and they would always talk about the importance of creating vision boards. Then I'd speak with successful business people, and they'd mention their vision boards. They would they, pardon me, they would talk about other things, but vision boards seem to always come up. I did one of those poster board vision boards years ago, and now it was time for an update. I built my most recent vision board into a PowerPoint so I can scroll through the images on my computer, then upload it. This way, I can update it easily anytime I want. When I did this new vision board, I looked it over and thought, oh my, the shit on this vision board is probably worth $200 million. 10 years ago, I would have thought, I'm not living on the same planet as everyone else. This ain't reality. But having these things no longer sounded crazy to me. In fact, there were more things I could have added because I'm stepping into all this opportunity that I have prepared and worked for. None of it feels out of reach anymore. You are the only one limiting you from getting what you want because you don't believe it's really yours. A vision board lets you visualize your desires to believe they are possible. I usually look at my vision board before I have a big meeting I'm jazzed about. I spend five minutes before the meeting staring at my vision board to get myself excited about what's coming. I look at my future home, my future vacation home, my future family, my future awards, and I think, yes, this is my life. I am ready to step in to this opportunity. Every time I look at this vision board, I get this massive dose of positivity because I know I'm getting closer to obtaining those things. This leads us into manifestation. You know by now that I believe in the power of God. I can't see him, but I have faith that he is there. This is how you must be with the things that you want from your life. You may not be able to see the 1 million or the 10 million or the 100 million in the bank account, but you must believe that it's going to get there. And suddenly the universe says, huh, looks like they're ready for success. And here come your opportunities. It took me so many years to drill this idea of visualization slash manifestation into my head because I had all these other blocks in my life, not to mention the fact that I was stubborn. The following exercise is one that I learned to practice. Yours won't be exactly the same, but I hope you'll get the idea. First. Put on some beautiful music, something that inspires you. Then quiet your mind and picture your dream life playing out like a movie. Picture yourself perhaps 10 years in the future. 
You can also voice record yourself over soft music so you can play it back as it walks you through your manifestation. An example of a voice recording you could do would be, you just found out that you have the money to buy your dream home. You are in the car with the realtor and they are driving you to visit some homes. What does that car look like, feel like, smell like? What are you wearing? How do you feel? You pull up to the home. What does it look like? Where is it located? You walk into the house. How does it smell? How is it laid out? Walk yourself through this home, taking your time exploring each room. Now walk to the backyard. What does it look like? Really concentrate on all the detail. Now walk into the kitchen. The realtor tells you how much the house is. You smile, knowing you can afford to pay cash. You pull out your checkbook and write the check. Notice how you feel knowing the house is all yours. You can also do this with anything you want to manifest, whether it's a new job, the perfect partner, a dream vacation. Really have fun with this. This is an important aspect in order to manifest. Keep your visualization in the present tense. Don't say, I wish, I want, I hope. Keep it in the right now like this. I am making a difference in people's lives. I am married to my best friend. I am innovating in my field. I am making X dollars a year. I am traveling everywhere I want to go. I am happy with my life. Believe these things like they are already true and you'll walk around with your shoulders straight and your head held high. You are confident, but not cocky. You know who you are and the things are happening for you. When people meet you, they will know it too. I know it seems weird to run around saying to yourself, I am rich, when your bank account might not reflect that yet. But you must believe before you can receive. The first time I tried to grasp this concept, I kept thinking, I better not say these things out loud or someone is going to throw my ass into a mental institution. When I first learned about the law of attraction, I thought, what the fuck? I'm supposed to walk around like I can afford all this shit? Well, yeah, but keep it to yourself so people don't think you're nuts. And don't use it as an excuse to make dumb decisions. Until you really have the money, don't buy the Ferrari. It's about living with the mindset that your Ferrari or whatever is within your reach so that you can easily see, access, and receive all the ways to get it. No one needs to know your visualizations but you. Trust me, it works. Another tool I like to use to manifest slash visualize is right before bed. Everyone has a little brainstorm when they lay their head down at night. So next time you're getting ready to drift off to sleep, visualize and elevate yourself in your mind. See yourself in that home, that job, that relationship. Believe that it is possible for you. Visualize yourself meeting the person you would love to work with, be it Steven Spielberg, Elon Musk, or Paul McCartney, or even Warren Buffett. Really imagine the encounter. How would you act? Be, real, be realistic. Would your palms be sweaty? Would you feel nervous? Trip over your words? Jiggle your knees? And if so, what could you do to change that? And imagine yourself changing it. Imagine the nerves and the intimidation fading away. Picture what you want from this person. Mentorship, partnership, or maybe just a pic for your Instagram. Visualize building a rapport. 
making a great pitch, shaking hands, and having a laugh together. Until you see it all working perfectly, you are in effect telling the universe that you are ready to meet this person. Why don't you meditate? When people suggest I meditate, I just want to tell them to back off. Okay, yeah, it's a little harsh. It's nothing personal. If you can quiet your mind for a half an hour and focus on nothingness, I applaud you. I can't. It's hard. It's boring. And it just doesn't seem to work for me. That does not mean, however, that I don't know the benefit of calming and centering myself. Everyone should figure out their own best method for grounding themselves in the now and calming their mind so they can keep their head literally and figuratively. I just must do it in a quick and easy way. What has worked for me and might for you as well is breathing in slowly for eight seconds, really focusing on my breath. I then hold it for another eight seconds and then breathe out for eight seconds. I do this as many times as I need to feel calm and centered. Another thing that is important and one of the key benefits of meditating is being able to become more responsive than reactive. When something bothers you, hurts you, enrages you, take a deep breath and pause. This will allow you to be more responsive instead of just reacting in a way that you might regret. This is a fantastic way to tell your central nervous system that you're not in danger so all those panicking hormones rushing to your defense can check themselves. You can reset your thoughts. Face it, while you're holding your breath, you're probably not thinking about much else. And yes, seconds do matter. A few seconds can keep you from saying something stupid, from hurting someone's feelings, and making an ass of yourself. It can give you time to think, time to come up with a response, time to make a plan of action. Taking a long, deep breath is one is the on-the-spot equivalent of wait until the morning to send that angry email because you never want to send that angry email until you've had a chance to think it over. If you, like me, have trouble with meditation, allow me to suggest the following relaxation regimen. Madison's Toilet Time Relaxation Exercise. People discount toilet time when it's actually a valuable part of your life. You're ridding your body of toxins and performing a satisfying biological act that almost always makes you feel better. So while you're already there doing good things for yourself, take that time to do a whole body slash mind reset. One, start with some deep breathing exercises. What? It's not like anyone's going to bother you. Think about things you're grateful for. Oh, look, plenty of toilet paper. If there's not a line waiting outside the door, you can even get in a quick 20 squats. I'm telling you, do 20 squats every time you pee and you will have one finance. There are only two rules. Never do squats or deep breathing or gratitude exercises while there's a line for the bathroom. Just not cool. Don't take your phone to the bathroom. I think that's disgusting. Summary. Your thoughts create your choices and your reality. Where you're at in life, in this exact moment, is all a result of those. Everything you've done in your life has led to this moment. If this moment is not happy, is not a happy one for you, you are justified to ask yourself, what was I thinking? What led me to this? Then identify the path if you can. It is different for everyone, and it may stretch back many, many years. As soon as you find yourself pining the blame on someone or something else, change your perception. You cannot alter what happened in the past, but you can alter the way you perceive it. 
I am unhappy because I had a heartbreak, you might say. That's rough, but it's not exactly true. Think about it. The truth is probably more like, maybe I'm unhappy because I haven't learned to find the value in my heartbreak. Heartbreak sucks, but adversity can make you strong, resilient, innovative, compassionate, and empathetic. Could we be those things without getting our hearts smashed to pieces? Sure, and it would be nice. Life is going to serve you some sucky breaks, though. Finding your way to perceive them more positively makes them hurt less and heal faster and appreciate the people and experiences without being tainted by pain and resentment. Finally, you don't have to meditate, but find something in your life that lets you relax and reset. If Madison's toilet time relaxation exercise does it for you, great. I'm writing this to wake you up. Your thoughts? and choices create your reality. If you don't like your reality, you are the only one who can do anything to change it. Don't wait around for magic. Make your own. This chapter five of my book, Time to Lighten the Fuck Up. I hope you guys enjoyed and it kind of opened your eyes to the importance of perception. If you want to have an easier, not say easier, but more enjoyable, positive life, really change how you see things. Um, when we see things negatively or we're bummed out about things or we we are in that uh, life is happening to me, not for me. A for me is a positive perception. A to me is a negative perception. It's more victim mentality. Really concentrate on those, especially as we get into the new year when people are making resolutions. I'll be doing another episode on that it is very important that you actually make this the best year. Every year when that bell rings and we're drunk and trying to find somebody to suck face with, we have a million things we're going to do. And by the seventh, usually half of those things have already vanished. So I encourage you guys to really put perception, positive perception uh, on your list, but we'll come back more uh, for the New Year's episode for that. But make sure to grab a copy of my book. Again, never judge a book by its cover. My book is a prime example of that. It is chocked full with great information that's going to help you get out of your own way. I have a lot of funny stories in here about the time I saw Olympic for the first time. You don't see those when you're in college because everything, erections pop up when the wind blows. You know what I mean? Uh, now that I'm older, I've seen some, but anyways, that's a story for another day. So I encourage you all to have a positive outlook on life. Even if it seems shitty at the time, try to see the lessons in it. We only grow in the difficult times. We're growing all the time, but the way to really grow is to break through and triumph through those times. And don't forget if you're in a stall, Hey, and for those of you who work corporate jobs, great thing you can do. You just need to get away from your coworkers or get a break. Yeah. Go into the bathroom. Go do 20 squats. I'm trailing you. You'll thank me later. Anyways, I thank all of you for tuning into my podcast, for sharing it, for subscribing. If you haven't, please do. If you guys could grant me the greatest Christmas wish in the world, it would be to purchase my book as the some of the proceeds of the book are actually going to a mental health 
charity to help give back on their amazing research that they're doing to help people that are suffering. So every book I sell allows me to give more back to mental health charities that are doing amazing, amazing work. Uh, Buy my book. Also share my podcast with uh, your friends and family. We had to update our RSS feed not too long ago. We had something go on with searching networks and people had to kind of resubscribe. So if I could get your guys' help to make sure you share that, Um, to help spread the word so we can keep the positivity and the learning going. And uh, please reach out next to Madison at gmail.com. If you have any comments, suggestions, anything like that, love to hear from you guys. And um, I thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time to find out who's next. Yes, somebody will be next. All right. Thank you. God bless. Hey, your host here, Madison Malloy. Please make sure to subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms and please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Also, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at I thank you again for listening. Bye.